Podcast Ranger. Hi, everyone. It's the most extraneous time of the year. We've got lots of news for you. Uh, and we run out of rhymes, but do not fear, because it's extra, extra cash ranger here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So, this is me and Ichi for now, but Gar will be joining us later. We're having a good old-fashioned Joel and Phil adventure for our last extra of 2018. Oh, no. <laughs> Ten points for anyone who gets that reference. Yes. What was that about? I don't know. Alright. I was reaching for something. No, I know that, but why? I don't know. It's Chronicle. Everyone loves Chronicle. And the, I will respond with lo- the image Laura Hellfire just put in our chat of Cross asserting his dominance. Yeah, that, that's, that's weird, man. Take this personality quiz. Are you a Sento or a Bonjo? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you are Katsuragi Takumi. <laughs> All right, let's get into our news. First off, uh, we not only have the announcement of the upcoming Zio and Ryu Soldier summer movies before Ryu Soldier even fucking starts. Well, yeah, because duh. But we're doubling down on this because not only are these two films being confirmed, but guess what movie franchise isn't fucking done yet? It's what? Heisei Generations. Okay. We had Heisei Generations Final. We had Heisei Generations Forever. And they're not done because they've confirmed that there's going to be the Comrider Next Generations 2020. Before we even know the next rider he's going to be crossing over with. Yeah. Holy fuck, slow down! No, Toei likes to think ahead. You know what? I probably bet you any money they've had what their like rider for 2020 is going to be for like the longest time like i bet i bet for years i'm just like all right this is what we're going to do now for 2020 now let's think about what the other riders are going to be for we're on episode 15 of zeo yeah and they're already planning this far ahead yep jesus christ yeah I'm not, um, I'm not so, surprised by this. So anyways, before all that happens, the Zio and Ryu Sojourn movies are tentatively scheduled for release on July 26th oh, of yay, 2019. Oh my, my mom's birthday. And we won't get him for six months after that. Woohoo. Where the fuck is Be The One and Unfilm? Shouldn't they be out by now? Mm, eh. Well, they came out, what, August? Ish. Yeah, so we won't, probably won't get them until like... February, March. Actually, yeah, Unfilmed came out because there was a clip put out of Lupin Tricolor. Yeah. So, I hate to be that guy, but get on it, Suffers. Yeah. Especially on Be The One because I need to see my Santa again. Yes, I know. Alright, so, those are happening. Surprising fucking zero people in the fandom. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. No. Next. Speaking of things that are long a ways away, actually less, this will be coming up sooner actually. So apparently after Lupin Ranger, Pat Ranger ends, before Ryu Soldier starts, there will be something airing in between the two shows. A Super Sentai miniseries. The four week long special Super Sentai Strongest Battle. That's going to make filling out my descriptions of these episodes fun. Yeah, so... 
Five members from five popular teams will combine and form their own Super Sentai Dream Team. This consists of Sasori Orange, Gokai Red, uh, Zuo Eagle, Aka Ninja, and Tokyo Gogo. Yep. So we have Kagura, Bakaharu, Yamato, Captain Marvelous, and Stinger. Yeah, and according to Stinger's actor, he said that for his portrayal of Stinger in this uh, special, he's going to go back to how Stinger was in the first bit of the show where he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> so we get asshole Stinger. For a team-up? Sure. Why? Well, because he wants to be the asshole of the group, so he's going to be... He's such a Sundari piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got Gogo because, you know, everyone loves Gogo. I mean, no. No, no. Um, Takaharu because why? Why not fucking Tokyo Ichigo and uh, and Momo Ninja? Eh. That way we have a competent pink. Ooh, I'm sorry, but Kagura. And then we have Captain Marvelous because uh. you know it's marvelous. Because it's fucking Captain Marvelous, and he needs no explanation. And Yamato because Yamato's awesome too. Because Yamato is wholesome Ranger. Yes, yes. Wait. I'm weirded out by just Stinger. Right? Why Stinger of everyone? Why not Akira? Why not, like, Balance or something? Wow. Um, so apparently the story of this special is... It begins when a mysterious girl named Rita... In brackets, Repulsa? <laughs> oh, God. And then there's just an ash shot of Hibiki in our chat. Yeah, maybe use it with the figure art. Uh, a mysterious girl named Rita gathers heroes from Super Sentai teams to the planet Nemesis. So it's Super Sentai Smash! Yep. The heroes are told that any wish they desire will come true if they can win the Super Sentai Greatest Battle Tournament. In addition to the five heroes mentioned, any number of others can appear. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be a thing. Yep. It's literally Toku filler. Yeah, it's literally the only reason we're getting this is because the uh, we're not getting fucking Three Soldier until March. This is interesting. They haven't taken a break like this in a while. Well, it's because Pat Loop and Pat's going to be like fifty episodes, like fully. So. Yeah. So yeah, fifty episodes Sentai. So we get a four week long month filler Sentai. I'm not. I'm okay with that. I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't have a lot of high hopes for it, but I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Or, since Q since Stinger's here, I'm curious. I'll leave now. There you go. Excuse me, I'm tired. It's been a long day for me. Alright. Um, so, this special is being directed by, surprise, Koichi Sakamoto. And of course. And it's being written by Naruhisa Arakawa, who did Kuga and Ranger. Okay, so, so it's in good hands. Hopefully. Alright, next. New Power Rangers SPD team from Soul of the Dragon. Yeah. So previously we talked about how Tommy Oliver's son, JJ... Actually, no, we didn't because Gar was here. Yeah. But yeah, J Tommy Oliver's son, JJ, is now part of the SPD team in the comic books, uh, complete with Dragon Shield on top of the SPD green uniform, which is interesting. Yeah, it looks fucking cool, though. But now he's part of a new team, which includes a completely new ranger. Yeah, so my boy, my favorite Power Ranger of all time, Sky Tate from SPD, originally SPD Blue, turned SPD Red by the end of the series, is now the Decca Ranger. <laughs> it's actually his name. 
You fucks. Yeah, so he's actually called the Decca Ranger. And it's spelled with a K. Why isn't it spelled with a C? Because it's supposed to be Decca like 10. They spelled it with a K because her, her, Tuxo, Sentai Decorator. And then, uh... Fucks! And then we still have, uh, Z as, uh, the Yellow Ranger. Sydney's the Pink Ranger. And because have, why bother changing the female? And then we have a blue female. Yeah, uh, apparently Lena Song. Yes. Who was originally SPD Green when the Hyperforce Rangers met her. And then she was <laughs> promoted to SPD Blue because... Nope. And, because SPD Green came in. Oh, yeah. Um, and then... Bridge uh, is SPD Red now, complete with the Fire Squad upgrade. Yep, and then there's Rick. <laughs> and Rick. Yeah. Forever unchanging. Yep. Rick's awesome. I just discovered that apparently they made a DX fucking Murphy, like, toy. So that's fucking cool, and it's actually really cute. But yeah, no, I love, I, I like, I like the Decker Rangers design. He looks fucking awesome. Like, that's totally a power-up worthy of Sky. I love this. I'm reading this here. Fans wondered why veteran Rangers Z and Sid kept their original colors. Power Rangers franchise creative director Jason Bischoff revealed via Twitter that red and blue are the only colors with significance in the team when it comes to rankings. Red is the leader and blue is the second in command. Everyone else is simply part of the unit and that it does not count down from five oh. and that all rangers are equal. What horseshit! Oh, and apparently on the Decker Ranger suit, the suit has a red arrow on the left side in honor of his father who was once a red ranger. Aww. Oh, yeah, because it was the Time Ranger suit. Yeah. Which had arrows on it. And then there was that awesome moment in SPD when... Uh... Fuck, I forgot his name. What was, what was the red ranger's name in SPD? Uh, Jack? Jack, yeah. When Jack did the one cool thing I actually respected him for, where he gave Sky his morpher and was like, yeah, you turn the Red Ranger, you take the Sky down, and it was fucking awesome. You take the Sky down. Yeah, no, and Scott, and the best part was they gave him, like, an entirely original morphing sequence and oh, everything. Yeah. It was badass, and that's when I was just I like... I thought it was a little rushed, though. Eh, well, it's because you had to get through it. But, yeah, no, like, Sky, Sky is, like, my favorite. He, he's fucking awesome. Because he gets so much development by the end of the series. And then he becomes the Red Ranger, and I feel so proud for him. Yep. So, yay, Sky. The suit, the, I gotta say, though, the Decker Ranger design is pretty fucking badass. We get a fucking lightning collection figure of this? It's basically, like, the new Decker Master. I would actually like, like, a SPD fan film where, like, they have, like, these characters and, like, Sky, like, reprises his role. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Huh. I guess I could see them doing another like live action short like they did with uh, Shattered Grid. But the best part is this was on a fucking Christmas card. This is how we saw this new form was on a Christmas card. And and the stupidest part of it is that it says on it Hap B Holidays because they're Squad B. B Squad. B Squad. B Squad. Ha ha ha! You fucks. Well, that was another great fit. Go, go watch Power Rangers SPD. It's really good. If you haven't, you have. You should. It's, it's very good. Fucking very good. One of the better seasons, Pro definitely. Probably the best season of the Disney era, if I had to say. Yeah, that's debatable. It's definitely up there, but I don't know if I put it as a favorite. Hmm. Anyways, so and JJ looks fucking cool. I, I like the dragon shield and the SPD green. It looks cool. It's a little weird because it cuts off the number, but oh, rank doesn't matter below blue. Nope. All right, next <coughs> we got our images of the upcoming DX Beyond Driver, the belt for Comrader Waz. It looks like a fucking handheld. It looks like it honestly looks like a Game Gear to me, right? 
It's cool. So I so I was right. It was hard to tell based on the first images we got, but it's got this little lever on the left, kind of like the lever on the Forza driver, but that's where you affix the Miride watch, which then clicks like flips over towards the middle of the belt at a 90 degree angle and opens up and it has the same sort of light and mirror system that the gamer driver had where it shows except it's kind of two ways because the middle of the belt displays the undersuit for Kamen Rider Waz and then the light shining out of the Miride watch projects the actual faceplate and armor onto that. That's cool. So it's it's kind of a two-step system, and it's really neat. And the belt does have electronics in it, because if you look on the bottom right of the belt, it does have a speaker. So yeah, so there are electronics. Thank God. Yeah. And we confirmed that it is, surprisingly, actually compatible with other ride watches. I was expecting it to have a way of only working with the Miride watches, but we can see here that it does work with the build ride watch, so it'll work with any other. No, no, I really like this belt. It's cool. I am excited. I just bet you wish like the color scheme was different. Actually, I'm okay with the color scheme. It's basically Super Necrom. Hmm. Why do third rider belts get the shaft? No, they don't get the shaft. Not, not always. It's a cool it, belt. It, it does happen, but not always. All right. It was, so it, it was unfortunate that Greece had something like the Scalash driver, but. All right. Speaking of Commodore Waz, we've confirmed that there's going to be a singing voice on the belt, and we know who's voicing it. Uh, it's going to be Afro, MC of the band Moroha. Uh, Waz will also be seen wearing a brand new outfit. We talked about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So anyone who knows that singer, you'll know what to expect. Yeah. I, I have not... I did not know who it is, so I'll be surprised when we hear it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I'm told that Conrad or Waz will be debuting in episode 17. Cool. So, a couple weeks. Yeah. Or rather, technically one week. Yeah. All right. Next. I know Gar's happy about this, but apparently Satoshi Matsuda, who played Comrade or Knight, has expressed on Twitter his desire to be in Comrade or Zio. Which probably means he's not actually going to be in it. Oh, well, you know what? If he, if he reaches out to Toei, maybe they'll be like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, we don't know how far away the Ryuki arc is going to be, so... Plus, Gates needs to be reunited with his long-lost father. <laughs> like, no, people have literally been comparing pictures of Gates and Ren from Ryuki, and it's like, oh my god, look how fucking similar they look. Yeah. Yeah, no, Gates is his long-lost son. <laughs> oh, Orb in our chat mentioned something great. I, Waz needs to have an insert song called EY. Or Iwaz. No, Waz just sings his own song. Right? I want so bad for that to happen. Yep. But yeah, the, um, as as much as I hate Conrader Knight because he was a fucking asshole in Ryuki, <laughs> I, I, I will say... Oh, that's cool. Huh. Um... I will say, like, I, I like when act when writers reprise the roles in the show, so I, I welcome Comrade Knight to reprise his role, so hopefully he does. Yep. Next. Speaking of people coming back, retired actor Yusuke Yamamoto is apparently coming back, and this is the gentleman who played Sasword. Yay. And I don't know if it's just me, but looking at this image of him, Something doesn't look quite right. You know what I mean? It's, he looks a little tired. 
like he's older. Yeah. I mean, Kabuto was like 2006, so that was like 12 years ago. But he's the man who stands at the top of resuming acting next year. Good one. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's going to be resuming acting, and he's going to be taking pe- taking part in a stage piece called Neighborhood Hall Star, which will be released in March. Cool. Come back as the sword, buddy. Right. We love you. Um, the act, for those who didn't know, the actor was released from his Evergreen Entertainment Talent Agency last year in 2017. No specific reason was stated, but the agency claimed it was due to the actor not living up to his standards. Aww. So I guess you could say he wasn't the man who stood at the top of acting. Ouch. <laughs> Alright, next. Surprise, surprise, Ryoma Takeuchi's won another fucking award! <laughs> Yay! He's so awesome! He's like the fucking Tony Stark of Japan. Which is funny, because he's met Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh, good good for you, Takeuchi Ryoma. I love you, buddy. He has been named Actor of the Year by GQ in tw- for 2018. Fuck yeah. GQ, Japan's Man of the Year. There are a total of 10 different categories for GQ magazine. Uh, similar events take place such as Da Pump winning Pop Icon of the Year. Uh, and their lead singer, Isa, is one of the people who sings over Quartzer. Yep. And Maski Suda, who played Philip, uh, won the GQ Man of the Year award in 2016. Yeah, he did. Oh my goodness. Uh, in a statement, Takeuchi stated he was looking forward to shooting the photos for the cover. He looked forward to the opportunity of wearing cool clothing and hairstyles that were new to him. Wow. Well, he does look really sharp in that outfit. Right? I, I don't know if his suit's actually white or if it's just because of the monotoning on the image, but it just reminds me of Type High Speed. Shall we drive? Shall we drive? Good for him! Yeah. Yay! I guess you could say being drive really kickstarted his career. Yeah, right? Come, come, come back to Zio. Drive. We miss you. <laughs> All we needs is drive. Uh, I do. I mean, soup is thirsty for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of over quartz, sir, there has been a music video release for over quartz, sir. Aw, uh, yeah! The song is performed by Shuta Suyoshi. <laughs> Featuring Isa of Da Pump. <laughs> Look at that picture of Waz. <laughs> it's Waz. Look, <laughs> Iwa. <laughs> no, no, it, it has to be with the apostrophe, so it would be Iwa. Le Magal. Le Wagamo. Le Magal Le Magamo. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's 100% your, your baguette. Baguette Wagamo. I stole this from Gates after he tried to kill you last week. Talk about that. <laughs> oh, God. So this was released by the music label Avex. <laughs> um, promotional art shots of the artist and the CD single cover were put out. So if it's anything like Be The One, it will be horribly mixed. And we'll have to wait for the actual album version. Ouch. I'm salty about that still. Well, I think the full version's already out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's the music video of the full version of the song. Mm-hmm. But let's remember, it's the music video version, so if the audio is terribly mixed, we can get the album version. Okay. It's on spoofy. Yep. Speaking of Kamen Riders, I guess. I don't know. I'm bad at these Speaking segues. Speaking of songs. I, there you go. You saved it. Yeah. Uh, this morning, Toei streamed a new video promoting Heisei Generations Forever, 
which is actually a kit bash of all 20 Heisei Rider opening themes. It was pretty good. It was a little disjointed, and they did it out of order just because. But good. the really weird part is their selections. Like, they put Dickhead and Gaim's themes on at the same time instead of separately. Mm-hmm. It was, it was it's good, but it's a little weird if if you know the significance of the series. I understand. Um, so yeah, if you're if you've been if you've watched all of the Heisei series, it's a nice little tribute to watch. The best medley though is still the O's combo medley. Um, it's titled Heisei Generations Forever Medley DA Rebuild Mix. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this new theme was arranged by Daisuke Asakura. Okay. All right. Next, so our good friend Lord Hayset or Lord Hellfire dropped a bunch of interesting images in our spoiler chat right before we started recording oh. relating to Hayset Generations Forever. Okay. And the first one is apparently another Kuga gets an ultimate form. Oh God, that's fucking terrifying. That's an, and he's got wings. He's got and... forearms, wings, and horns that's that are going to pierce your fucking. Oh my heart. God, he's. Fucking uh, Kabuterimon. <laughs> it looks like Kabuterimon. <laughs> Kabuterimon. Yeah, and we can also see a shot of the another Denliner right above it. Fuck, we'll make that the thumbnail. We'll just have this this Kuga <laughs> with, with, with Kabuterimon's head. Still, one of my favorite ultimates of all time will always be Mega Kabuterimon. That shit's fucking awesome. Love him. It's pretty cool. Next in our uh, reveal-a-thon for Hisei Forever is that the original actor for Agito is voicing Agito in the movie. Yay, so that means we're not actually going to see him, so... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he's voicing him, so that's cool. That means we got our girl... <laughs> we, we, we've, we've caught this picture of him going mid... <sighs> yeah, we, we get the authentic... <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That was always my favorite thing about Agito. Yeah. Well, good, that's good, because the last time we saw him reprise his role was in All Riders vs. Die Shocker, where just, like, all the riders are leaving, and then he just the zooms in on Agito, and he turns around, and he just, like, it's just Shoichi's actor just being like, Hey, what's ah! up? Keep, keep, keep doing what you do. Was he Link? <laughs> I'm, ah! I'm going to save the world the only way I know how. By side jumping. <laughs> and, oh, and also kicking God funny, in the face. Funny story. So I watched this video on Twitter of this like girl streaming, and apparently after playing Breath of the Wild for ninety six hours, she finally reached one of the the divine beast? Shri shrines. No, one of the shrines that had the tutorial for teaching you how to like sidestep parry and do like the flurry. <laughs> and she did not know. Ninety six hours into this game, mind you, she did not know she could do any of that. <laughs> She's like, you can backflip? And I'm like, do you not fiddle around with controls before you play games? The fact that you didn't stumble into accidentally doing that at any point is masterful. You know what You know what made me know that Link could backflip in, in Breath of the Wild? Because in every other Zelda, 3D Zelda game, he's able to backflip. Now, let's keep in mind that some people might not have played Zeldas before. That's true. Anyways. It's probably just Ooh, still, look this game is popular still was funny you just like you see her just being like mind blown being like I can, I, I can do all that I can jump but yeah so 
That's cool. I, I I will take voices too to reprise the roles. Thank you for coming back, Toshiki Kashu. Yay, Shoichiku. And speaking of writers coming back for Hasty Generations Forever. Oh my god, did we. Oh. Motherfucking Takuru Sato! Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I... So we're looking at an article from the My Navi website that has been auto translated and it has translated his name several different ways, including. Ken Sato and Takashi Sato. Sato, but that yeah, that's what confused me. I was like, I was like, wait, that's not Takashi. Ken Sato, who played the leading character Ryotaro Nogami on Masked Rider Deno at the movie Heisei Masked Rider Twenty Memorial Masked Rider Heisei Generations Forever, finally opened on December twenty two, has appeared to appear. <laughs> but anyways, wow, I he actually shocked. came back to reprise his role. For how long? Who the fuck knows? But I guess Toei made enough money that they were like, Hey, Tucker Sato, do you want to come back to reprise your role for like a scene or two? And he's like... Yeah, I'll walk, yeah, on, all right. yeah, I'll walk on set, say a few words, and fuck off. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Momo's really don't know, so... I'm sorry, but that, that'll always be my thing. That Momo Taros is actually don't know, not... Uh, he's just the body. The host. Yes, he's the shell. Momo's the soul. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but I have been hearing some chatter in the Blogoverse that Joe Odagiri might be back, but only in the capacity of a voiceover as well. That's fine. You know what? That's fine. I haven't seen anything concrete confirming that, but that's what I have heard some people say. That's fine. At least we got. Oh, also we got the Aladdin reveal. Yeah, and Will Smith genie, I'm down. And apparently, no, and you know what? Apparently, Will Smith says he is. Blue. He is going to be blue through CGI in the movie. Now I want to see it. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> it's the second coming of Yondu. Ha <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. Oh look, it's another figure art. That's not laser. No. So. This was actually a surprise because people thought this wasn't happening. But yes, we are now officially getting SH Figure Arts Common Rider X8 Maximum Gamer Level 99. So that's fucking cool. Toei, SH Figure Arts, Premium Bandai, where's my laser? Yeah. Show Give it to me. You can it. have all of my money. If you just put it out! <laughs> Toys is toying with Ichi. <laughs> Toy A. Yeah. XA level 99 is scheduled for release in May for the price of 99.36 yen, so well over $100 for this big boy! Oh yeah, and what's funny is I showed this to Redcaster and he was just we like... We all showed it to He was just like... Mm, like he wants it badly. He loves fucking Mighty Maximum. I mean, Maximum I want Mighty. Genmu level billion, but that is an expensive boy. Yeah, and also the um the Dan Corona figure arts came out recently. Oh yeah, there was that image I retweeted this week of the Genmu level billion figure with a bunch of Dan Corona heads on it. It was fucking funny. Yeah, so I'd like a figure arts of our Lord and Savior, but. I just love any shot of level 99 holding the key slasher because it looks like a fucking butter knife in his hand. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to clear this toast with no continues. I just like the fact that 
if you somehow lose your, if you have the X-Saved level 2 figure art and you somehow lose his head, then you have a spare You have a spare X-Saved head. So then you can just have, <laughs> yeah, because then you can just have, you can just have him pretend to be just level 99 outside the mech suit. And right, just you just take off suit. the belt and the head and you've got the mech suit. Yeah. That's actually really smart. Yeah, shooting eye lasers and stuff. Lay eyes? I don't know, Mark. That's an in-joke. Anyways, moving on. R.A.H. Kamarider's Zeo figure, because God knows this guy hasn't gotten enough releases yet. Yeah, so as everyone knows, this is essentially like the hot toys of uh, Rider figures. And so, again, they take the suit and turn it into a figure, and it looks fucking gorgeous. And they like, went all out on this one, because not only is it show accurate, the belt actually rotates. Yep. And the eyes light up. Oh, well, yeah, all of them do that. You know what would have been absolutely fucking mind-blowingly hilarious if they did? Mm -hmm. If the text on his helmet was removable. Oh, yeah. So you just had the blank form? Right? Mm. But, yeah, no. This this figure makes me really appreciate Zeo's design. Because, like, I, I remember... I honestly remember when we first saw, like, Zeo's uh, design. I was like, it's cool, but not my thing. But now I've, like, come to really, really enjoy it. E even even uh, Oma Zeo... Like I, I actually, was, I was always down. No, but I'm like it. now super. After after this week's episode, I'm just like no, I'm I'm totally I'm totally all for Bomzio. Blaze is asking how would that work with the light gimmick. Alternate suggestion: different head, probably, or there's just like he has batteries in them or something. He just presses his back and then he goes boop. I don't know. Anyway, so it's fucking gorgeous. So the RAH Comrader Zio will be out in October 2019 for 35,640 yen. So that's over $350. Oh, oh yeah, no, these are expensive. Uh, I I would kill I would kill 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 for the drive for the drive RAH, but it's not going to happen. And it comes with this cute little clock stand. Oh. Do, do you have the um do you have the news article for the the bike? No. Figure to the bike? Oh, yeah, the figure to the bike's coming out. Oh, yeah, and it comes with the weapons. Yeah, it comes with the weapons. Anyway, uh, our last news story for tonight is Takara Tomi files a trademark for a show called Secret X-Warrior Phantom Mirage. Ooh. So this is going to be a live-action Magical Girl series, so I'm mentioning even though Emily's not here. Well, Emily's probably going to be down. Takara Tomi has applied for a trademark related to their Girls X heroine Tokusats franchise. It is the third in this series. Um, it follows members of an idol group with magical abilities fighting enemies from other worlds. Oh, boy. <coughs> the previous series in this franchise, Magic X Warriors Maji Majo Pures, uh, aired, began airing in April of this year. Um, so, yeah. Basically, live-action Sailor Moon slash Precure for anyone who's interested. Yeah. And that's about it for the news this week. Yep. Pretty short one. Well, good little way to end out the year on Toku News. We all hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're going to have a lot of news when we come back. Well, unless we just do extra extra again. Well, we'll see. We'll see. In any case, we will see you on the podcast proper. Bye.